Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walchef, founder of Cali BBQ and Cali BBQ Media. I want to give a special shout out to Toast. Thank you for sponsoring the show, for believing in storytelling, for powering restaurants with digital hospitality tools to improve their business. And thank you to the National Restaurant Association show for allowing us to have this very special international episode. Today I have the North America CEO, Troy Hooper. Troy, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Sean. Thanks for having me. Can you please introduce our international special guests? Absolutely. So from Japan, we have Matsumoto-san. Matsumoto is the CEO of Hot Palette Holdings, which is the parent company of Pepper Lunch restaurant brand. And we have Yuto Tago-san. Yuto is the CEO, the global business CEO, and he runs our APAC, our Asia Pacific division, and is president of the brand. This is absolutely incredible. This is a very special episode for me. Uh, we believe in storytelling. We believe in technology. I would love for you to let the entrepreneur audience, we believe that you learn in restaurants, you learn through lessons and stories. Can you let the audience know how you and I met and how we came to be sitting right here for entrepreneur with Pepper Lunch Global we have 109 countries that are here, 51,000 people, 11 football fields of vendors. What a special episode. How did, how did you and I meet? We met on a digital audio app called Clubhouse. And Clubhouse is a place where you can come together and build community and uh, support each other within whatever that community is. Ours happens to be digital hospitality, as you named it, uh, in the restaurant world and, and hospitality in general. And we get together twice a week for an hour and we get together with people from all over the world to talk about their business, their operations, their aspirations. And so we met there two and a half years ago, maybe, yes. and uh, developed a relationship and, and an understanding that we're both trying to level up our own businesses, but also help other restaurateurs level up their business. And through that, we, of course, met in person eventually at your restaurant in San Diego. Uh, we came down there and spent time with you there. We've seen you at many of these shows like this. Uh, and it's just been a great experience to build community and have leadership and have somebody like you broadcasted to the world in many media mediums. Uh, it's, it's really an op awesome opportunity to be with you. So can you tell us the Pepper Lunch story? Yeah, so Pepper Lunch is a brand founded in Japan that has expanded rapidly over the last 29 years throughout Asia and has gone to Australia and Guam, which is part of the United States, of course. And they had one of their franchisees from Australia come to the United States to establish the brand here a little over five and a half years ago. So we have one franchisee in the United States with five and a half stores, but we actually have 503 stores around wow. the world. Amazing. And the brand is expanding in Asia currently at a pace of five stores a month. The last two wow. months we've opened five stores each per month. That's absolutely incredible. Can you introduce our special guests and, and, and give them us, give, them, give us more background? Yeah, absolutely. So Matsumoto-san is really our, you know, our godfather of the brand. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's based in Japan at our headquarters office there. And he is the director of what we do from a business perspective and the decisions that we make, et cetera. So he's really the main guy. And then Yuto has just moved to Singapore because this brand 
has made some significant investments. We acquired our large, first and largest franchisee outside of Japan and are taking advantage of the infrastructure that they had. And Yuto's moved to Singapore to run our global business from Singapore there. And I'll let Yuto tell us a little bit about, uh, in, in concert with Matsumoto-san, uh, a little bit about the history of the brand, uh, because it is almost 30 years old. It is ubiquitous throughout Asia. It's a very well-known brand. Uh, and then uh, Yuto is also going to share with us about the global growth ambitions as well. Yuto, will you have Matsumoto-san tell us a little bit about the history of the brand? Sure. あの、ブランドの歴史とかあの鉄板ランチについて教えてください。あの、日本ではもともと牛肉は高くてなかなか食べられない料理だったんですね。In Japan beef used to be very expensive. Actually, beef is still very expensive and we cannot eat beef so frequently. 牛肉を安くてそして多くの人に食べてもらいたいと思って作った料理がペッパーライスです。so pepper rice, our signature was uh, created to let Japanese people eat beef at a reasonable price. それを美味しく作れるようにするためにテッパンとIHを開発してそれを商品にしたんです。イオダとサーブクオリティペッパーライスはウィインベンティパテンティホットプレートへのオーソインダクションクッカーウィッチキャンビーユースバイエニバディ
to run the United States portion of the business. Okay. Toroi is a very seasoned and also experienced executive who developed a lot of emerging brands uh, focusing on fast casual segment in the US. He is a very professional, knowing how to run headquarters operations, uh, restaurant operations, how to interact with customers. So he's an expert in restaurant industries. That's what we believe for Troy. Huge news, Toast, our primary technology partner at our barbecue restaurants in San Diego and the primary technology partner of so many of the guests that we have on this show have announced they are expanding their business offerings with Google. So now if you search on Google Maps and you sign up for Toast Tables or Toast Waitlist, you will have the opportunity to improve the digital hospitality experience of the guest, allow them to book through the maps into the Toast Reservation system. One of the biggest difficulties that restaurant guests have is when they search for your restaurant and they want a table, they do not have an easy solution to book a table or to get on a wait list. This is huge news for the restaurant industry, huge news for guests and huge news for you, the restaurant owner. Check out Toast Tables today and find out the new integrated solution that they have. This is something that we've wanted for a long time. How do you integrate reservations, wait lists into your point of sale? Toast has done it, check it out. And what are your thoughts of the National Restaurant Association show? あの、この賞についてどう思われますか?あの、NRA の賞です。あ。まずとてもエキサイティングで、本当に一番新しい情報がたくさんある。学ぶものがたくさんあって、得られるものがたくさんあって、非常に驚いています。It is very exciting and he learned a lot from this show, especially the latest technology. So Troy, tell me a little bit more about the opportunity that you see in the United States market. Yeah, you know, I knew very quickly upon looking into what Pepper Lunch was and was all about, I saw the uniqueness right off the bat, not only as an experienced restaurant operator and brand builder, but actually as a consumer, because where else can you go to have an experiential dining entertainment feature that's not a full service or fine dining establishment. And so when I saw the experiential, fast casual nature where you can order at a kiosk or a counter, and then the food is brought to you on this sizzling plate, and then we call it DIY teppanyaki, you can make the food what you want it to be by adding different sauces and spices so you can create your own dish. Um, that doesn't exist in another quick server, fast casual environment. So that was one differentiator. From an operator's standpoint, uh, Matsumoto-san mentioned the simplicity of the operation. Our operations are extremely simple. We actually um, portion and assemble the food for you, but you actually do the cooking on the hot plate yourself. And so it doesn't require skilled labor and it requires a very low amount of labor in total by comparison to other like quick, quick service or fast casual 
concepts. And so these were very obvious differentiators in the space that I realized would make it attractive to potential franchise investors. It also has very good financial metrics comparative to the landscape of all of the opportunities in franchising today. And so right away, I saw that this had a lot of potential to grow in the United States. When you are looking for franchisees, what are you looking for? Currently, we're really looking to partner with multi-unit, existing multi-unit franchise organizations, so hospitality companies and uh, corporations that have an infrastructure, a team that are familiar in executing not only the design and build portion of the process, but the pre-opening and training and operations portion. Of course, as a brand, we'll bring all of the necessary elements and resources and tools, but we're really looking for experienced partners that can do multiple units in a shorter period of time than say normal. So typically a multi-unit deal would be five stores in five years. We're looking for operators that can do five stores in three years or more because they have a, the experience and infrastructure to do that. This brand is scalable at speed because of its simplicity of operation, its simplicity and its uh, equipment necessities. And we are a supplier of much of the proprietary elements of the brand. So we can guarantee that supply chain is consistent and available as needed for the growth. So we just believe there's a really clean, clear opportunity to grow very quickly in the United States. Can you talk about your opportunity? We all put all this work in to whatever we're doing in life, and you've given so much to the hospitality industry. You had to make a serious commitment to go, this is what I believe in. Why did you make that commitment? And why are you excited about the future? I want to see a future in the restaurant industry as a whole, but particularly in this quick service, fast casual space of differentiated concepts international concepts uh, and food, but also high quality foods and ingredients being used. And I understand the pressures and challenges of the operators of any given brand that labor is challenging, not only in its cost, but its availability. Um, complexity is challenging to the profit margin. The more complexity, the more products, the more ingredients, the more chance there is for failure or for, for, for pressure on your business. And so being able to be a part of a brand where we can promote these elements that essentially insulate or ensure that you have a much greater opportunity for success in, as a restaurateur in this arena, I think you know that was very attractive for me to be a part of that process. I also wanna see in the United States, um, you know, the younger generations are embracing global culture, yeah. especially in cuisines. And so to be able to be a part of a brand that I think has a lot of white space and opportunity just in those elements we mentioned, but has a long term future because of Gen Z and the next generations embracing global cuisine um, really showed me a very large upside to be a part of that exciting process. When you go here at the National Restaurant Association show and you go and you see all the technology, all the partnerships that are available, what gets you the most excited? Um, I mean, have you ever been in a position where you're where you're negotiating on the on uh, on behalf of a 500 plus unit? Not, not a 500 unit. This is officially the largest 
entity that I've been able to participate in. It's, I've usually spent my career in the under 25 you, you, unit. You've, you've literally been putting all the work in yeah. to get to here. And now the tables have turned. It's here. <laughs> now yeah. they're asking for the yep. seats. Yeah, I, I, I think so it's far, here. I think so far they're fairly satisfied. They um, should be. You know, it's relationships, right? Uh, I, as you said, I've made an investment, as many of us do. Uh, I've made a long-term investment of consistently um, trying to understand who the best partners for our businesses are. And not every technology partner or supply chain partner or equipment partner is best for every restaurant. Correct. So because we've had the great privilege over a number of years of working with so many different types of restaurants in different markets and different genres, you know, it's given us an opportunity to spend a lot of time uh, investing of, our, of ourselves in understanding who these partners are, who's best in class, who's truly wanting to partner with a brand and work with them to build a solution for their brand and not be an off the shelf, use it or lose it, this is the way we work. Um, so that investment of time, as you said, is paying off now as it has over the last few years. But in this, at this scale, is put me in a position to pay off because I can leverage my knowledge and experience, but also the relationships. I can go to these companies and say, listen, this is the picture. This is yeah. the goal. In the United States, we're going to add 255 stores over the next three years to the, to the equation that's one story, but we have an opportunity to change the tech stack and the operational efficiency and the financial metrics for this brand glo globally. Yeah. And so that's very exciting. It's, it's a lot of pressure uh, <laughs> for sure, but um, I'm very confident in that we have spent a lot of time working on these relationships, understanding these solutions. And I know that the partners we are choosing are going to be uh, true long-term partners in and in investing in the vision of this brand's growth. So I don't know if I've shared this with you, but I was raised, I never met my father. I was raised by my Bulgarian grandfather and my Japanese grandmother. And true hospitality I learned from my grandmother. Can you tell us what do you want America to learn about Japanese hospitality through Pepper Lunch? あの、ホスピタリティについてで、あの、アメリカ人に日本のどういうホスピタリティを学んでほしいと思います。一番シンプルに、ありがとうと言えることが一番いいと思っています。So simply speaking, thank you is very important. Yes. お客様の体験を良くするのはシステムでできるので、例えば早く料理が出せる、早くオーダーが取れる、美味しく料理を出す。これはシステムでできるので、お店の人がやることは笑顔でありがとうということができれば十分です。So we can improve operations by establishing a good operation system or introducing IT system to support our operations, but Hospitality to customer is an interaction with customers. So we have to, we want to say thank you to customers. That's the most important part of Japanese hospitality. It seems so simple, yet so many people don't do it well. What impressed you when you, when you learned about Japanese hospitality? Oh my God, I, I, made, a, I made a few videos about it because I was overwhelmed. Um, and, it, and it was 
throughout Asia because I've had the great privilege of being in Singapore a couple of times as well. But in Japan, service is first. Everybody is focused on doing for you. The, the goal is your comfort, your um, you getting what you need or have asked for or ordered in the most prompt time in the correct way. Um, it, everything is focused on the on, on everybody else but the self. There's really, it, it's just very apparent that there's not a selfishness to anybody that you encounter, not just in the hospitality industry, because I've stayed in fine hotels, ate at wonderful restaurants, but everywhere. Everywhere, the entire culture takes on the responsibility of the of the the impression that the especially a foreigner receives, but even domestically, how they're how you're perceiving them is very important, and so it's overt in in hospitality, in service, in um, cor being cordial, um, in in being attentive. It, it's everywhere. It's it's incredible. It's actually a little overwhelming. Um, it just blew me away. So on this show, we talk about the power of smartphone storytelling, of telling your story. When you're a company that's been around for as long as Pepper Lunch has, and you are international, and now you're coming to the United States, what's the brand story that you're going to be pushing forward that you collectively can tell on the internet so more people can find Pepper Lunch and the incredible restaurants that you guys are doing. Yeah, the brand story first and foremost is the food. Yeah. Uh, the quality of the ingredients that we invest in, in the food first, is what comes through. And while the experiential piece of a 500 degree hot plate with sizzling vegetables and, uh, and, and rice and meats, proteins and sauces, is, um, is a multi-sensory experience with sound and sight and smell and taste. If the ingredients themselves are not high quality, then you're not going to appreciate the experience. The experience is a gimmick if it doesn't, isn't backed up, right? So the you can see the quality when, when you receive the food, you can taste the quality and, and the textures and the flavors, you can appreciate the quality and then the value, right? Our average plate in the United States is $17.50. A wow. fast food combo at most major fast food drive through restaurants is $15.50 to $17.50. Wow, really? And so the quality differentiation for the same price, there's a tremendous value, which means not only can you enjoy it and not be stressed out that it was costly to enjoy this experience or this quality of food, but that you can enjoy it more often. And so that value, I think, is a proposition that's very important. And, you know, in Asia, from the fast casual or QSR perspective, food courts and other fast type foods, um, we're one of the most expensive concepts. Wow. Yet we're still extremely popular and people eat at Pepper Lunch on a regular basis because they understand the quality is worth the spend. Whereas in the United States, we're used to spending much more for that quality of food. And so now the value proposition is incredibly high because now you can do it regularly and not have sort of spend guilt for, for wanting something special. 
how do you look, because for us, we spend so much time about restaurant tech stack of looking at reviews on Yelp and reviews sure. on Google, reviews on Facebook. Talk to me about the Asia market. How powerful are reviews and how do you do review management? I'll let Yuto talk about that in Asia regarding reviews and review management. How, how integrated or important is that in okay. the culture? I see. Um, of course, even in Asia, a customer review is uh, one of the important uh, feedback to us and also uh, sharing for their friends. So uh, we try to manage uh, customer reviews as much as possible. So we do some uh, in aggregation of uh, customer reviews and we constantly monitor to improve our ratings. So basically, uh, customer review works as the same as in, uh, in the United States. That's my understanding. So what's the most popular item at Pepper Lunch? Beef, pepper, rice. Beef, pepper, rice. Beef, pepper, rice. That is the dish that was the impetus of the brand. Okay. And we sell a lot of beef, pepper, rice and jumbo beef, pepper, rice. So it, the same dish comes in uh, half portion beef or full portion beef. Uh, but our menu is quite varied and I'm impressed with the acceptance of the consumer across the menu. So while beef, pepper, rice collectively between the regular size and jumbo size equates to a significant portion of our sales, it's, it's very interesting to see the next nine items are varied from across the menu. And that's one of the interesting and I think differentiating value propositions of this brand is that we have curry dishes and we have teriyaki dishes and we have what I would call naked dishes, the dishes that are not inherently um, required to have a sauce or an extra flavoring. It's meat because the meat is so good or the fish is so good or the chicken so good, you can have it without the accompaniment. Um, but we also have a, a cream pasta and a cream sauce. And then when you get your food to the table, you can choose a couple of table sauces that are proprietary for us as well, a garlic soy and a Japanese steak sauce, which is a sweet apple plum uh, barbecue style sauce. Okay. So every single week on Wednesday and Friday on the social audio app Clubhouse, where Troy and I met, we want you, the listener, to join us. You can come up on stage no matter where your restaurant is in the world. We want to hear about your restaurant, about your successes, about your failures. If you're in sales, marketing, if you're a hospitality professional, this is where the best of the best hang out. Um, every week we give a shout out and this week's shout out goes to Jason Berkowitz of Arrow Up Training. Uh, Jason's one of the digital hospitality leaders that joins us on stage. He is here. He has an incredible app. But Troy, I wanted to give each of you an opportunity to, to let somebody know that's out there. It can either be somebody on the team or just a word of wisdom to uh, the restaurant community. What's your word of wisdom or who's your shout out to? My... My shout out, because we started this conversation about community, Yeah, um, and this is not pandering to the host, <laughs> but my shout outs to Sean, uh, because we, we just had the opportunity to run into Dean LeBay. And as part of this community, um, not everyone is always waving the flag of success. Look at me, look what I'm doing. We're doing great. We have lots of conversations in these roundtable spaces and these conversations digital platforms and, and spaces online and offline about challenges as well. And Dean came to us and said, I've been having challenges 
because of a medical situation he had, but I still want to be a part of this community. And I don't want to be left out of yeah. the gathering that's happening here in Chicago at the National Restaurant Association show. I want to come, but I'm just not able to do that without some help. And, you know, the, the mention to Sean resulted very quickly in a landing page being built, a GoFundMe page being created, and an ask of this community to help Dean join us in Chicago. And so my shout outs to you because you don't just talk the talk, you actually put your money and your influence and your platform where, 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 where you say you're gonna do that. And so um, I'm feeling really impressed by this community and appreciative that you consistently are the conduit that brings us together and gives us this opportunity to have these conversations and share and invite more people to the conversation. I'd love to, to hear any, any words of encouragement or advice that, that you have to the restaurant community, to the hospitality community. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, actually my shout out is to uh, American people. So Japanese people has been enjoying uh, brands coming from the U.S. McDonald's, Burger King, uh, Starbucks. <laughs> we really enjoy you know, brands from the U.S. And now we are in Chicago and in the U.S. and we want to give it back to the U.S. people. It's amazing. So uh, Pepper Lunch was uh, born in Japan using American beef, but still it's a Japanese food, I believe. So sushi, ramen are quite popular in the U.S., but we want to offer a new option to U.S. people. That's a pepper rice. So we really want American people to enjoy Japanese food with the Japanese hospitality and hope we can expand this business together with uh, potential franchisees, or future franchisees here in the U.S. That's my shout out. I love it. Hospitality is not so difficult. Basically, we do what we want. It, we want it to. We sorry. We want to be done. So, like you know, we think about our customers. That's the basic of hospitality. I love it. So, thank you to the National Restaurant Association show for allowing us this incredible opportunity, this global opportunity, this stage if you will, to share. If you guys want to get in touch with me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. That's on all the social platforms. We want to hear about your story. We want to hear about your restaurant. If you're a content creator, if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, if you're in the digital hospitality space, uh, this show is for you. Troy, how can people learn more about Pepper Lunch? How can they follow you? Pepperlunchrestaurants.com and at Pepperlunchrestaurants on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. It's a very cool opportunity to come check out if you're in Southern California, Las Vegas or Houston, Texas today, you can go to Pepper Lunch and experience it. And if you want to experience Pepper Lunch in your community, reach out and let's talk about how we can partner to bring this unique global experience to your community as well. Thank you very much for listening and we will uh, catch you guys all next week. Thank you for listening to Restaurant Influencers. The best way that you can help us with the show is to subscribe and write a review. We love the opportunity to connect with you no matter where you are on the globe, no matter what restaurant you are running. Please send us a DM on social at Sean P. Walchef. If you are interested in toast, if you wanna improve your digital hospitality, please send me a DM. I will get you in touch with a local toast representative. 
We appreciate you listening to this show. The best way that you can help the show is share it with a friend and we will catch you all next week or we will see you on one of the digital playgrounds that we call social media.